0: Jay. Jay. Oh, my God. Jay. I'm not Jay. dead. Yeah. I'm not I'm not dead. i outside. dead.
1: I'm not dead. I'm not dead. i dead. i I tried. you did your best man. I love you. Why the fuck you guys run out there? You know what James, do you lower your voice? You're freaking out Jay. Maybe I'm a little freaked out too. He's not as strong as you. Look at my house. I tried him. they all oh, love oh. the fucking your fucking hands off. Can we Jay some water please? I'm, Can, I'm, Can we get him some hydration? He needs to be hydrated. My water's not working. Everyone just runs out the door. My phone is dead. Guys, the fucking internet's not working? Let's watch the TV. Let's check the news.
2: You heard the TV. The TV said, stay here. It said, stay in your homes. We need to stay here until they start rescuing people, okay? Oh, it's already going crazy out there, guys. We can't leave. I'm not leaving, okay? I'm a victim. I've had a victim's mentality my whole life. People can spell it on me. When I was a kid, I had man titties. The police held me down. They kitty fucked me. That's what's happening out there right now. We are awesome. Yeah. We
1: are awesome. We pretend to be hard, man. Yeah. We stopped this baby shit. It's baby, hey, baby. Beep.
2: Roland! Oh my god, you're so loud. I'm not that loud. You, t- uh, this fucking s- spikometer right here begs to differ. Spikeometer? Yeah, there's a huge spike in the sound wave. Oh, here we go. Okay, well, I don't know. I guess we should just start because <sighs> the world's coming to an end. And... Um,
1: the apocalypse is upon us. Yeah, well... Pretty much. But first I gotta say my intro. What's what the f My intro that I've been saying the last two or three podcasts. Oh god. Okay, let's hear it. What up (laughs) squadron? Please edit that out. No. Never mind, I don't wanna say it anymore. I forgot. Come on.
2: You you did not
1: forget. I forgot what it was. Because
2: you can't can you cannot pronounce squadron.
1: I can't why do I have such a hard time saying squadron? There we go. What up, squadron? It's your boy. I'm back. Guess who's back? Uh uh. Back again. Uh, Jesus uh guess Christ. who's back? Guess who's back? I am back. Um uh, uh. Yeah, so um
2: yeah, apparently everyone is just so in love with you, and everyone's like,
0: Marzak, Zach, Marzak, Zach, I love Zach."
1: I love this whole podcast <laughs> thing. I think it's adventurous, I think it's like different, and I think it reaches people who wouldn't have the opportunity to meet me in person, and hello, who wouldn't want to meet me in person. I mean, who would you... Hashtag fabulous. No one
2: would even know that you would exist if it wasn't for this podcast.
1: That's not even <laughs> true. That's trash. Why would you say that? <laughs> You're a jerk. I mean in the internet realm. Well, yeah, because I like to go out and mingle and experience things and- Oh, you make hands right. and kiss babies. And use glory holes. <laughs> okay, I did that like two or three times.
2: Two or three?
1: You lost count? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've never used a glory
2: hole, and you would be. You're, I know you're surprised. You'd think I would have put. Well, minutes. that's because you've had sex with way more people than me. <laughs> no, I mean, you're catching up. How many up. people have you had sex with? My step four sex inventory was about seventy-five. Okay, see, maybe, maybe I, that's what I could remember. You're a hoe. <laughs> So, what, what about you? Do you even keep track anymore? Are you with your little grinder escapades? Of course I keep track. Okay, how much? Let's tally it up. Tip okay. for tat.
1: Now, are you wanting to know, like, just, like, oral? How many... Oral? Or are you wanting everything. to know, like, everything? Yeah. Right. Oral counts as sex, Zach. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, your, it doesn't. Your dick's
2: getting wet. It counts. Well, and f- and able, what if I'm not the one getting oral? Well, if... Let's see. If for your... Okay. So, if you have it in your butt, if you are either inserting or inserted inside, that both of those count as a sexual experience, Zach. Okay. So, counting everything, whether you're giving or receiving, how many sexual experiences have you had in my lifetime? Yeah. Well. Or yeah. In the last. Okay. In your uh, um, lifetime. In my lifetime.
1: I'm thinking. He's doing math in his head right now. I am. I'm, I'm calculating. Because, you know, before, before it was, it was, I could count, three. Three people. Three people. Okay, how many people is it now? Because you've got a Okay, but, you know, then I moved to Santa Barbara. Yeah, and, and you just went crazy. Um, I didn't go crazy. Yeah, I, no, 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 no. I went on a self-exploration. That means you hoed out okay (laughs) self exploration and And that's what I did too that number sits at like 23 oh yeah I still have you beat yeah so and yeah so 23 people I've had some amount of of connection with and it's been it's been good yeah has it been good
2: it's been really good You. it's been great you could write a romance novel of all the sexcapade situations you've gone through in the past 10, 11 months. I definitely could. It would be a bestseller. Yeah, you're you're in be. Montecito mansions, riding jet skis, and fucking sticking your dick in glory holes, I know. and you know, talking to stalkers who stalk you on
1: Grindr. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Okay, I'll tell a, I'll tell a, a Grindr story real quick. story. Yeah, let's hear a Grindr story. Okay. So um I went to um this is when this is uh, gosh how long goes this? Probably four or mailed flowers. Oh yeah. Jesus. Okay, so well first I'll tell that story. So I have two stories. Banging
2: methadone so. clinic doctors. Shut <laughs> up.
1: That's anonymity, man. Sorry. Anonymity, man. Um so uh, so around Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. I was um minding my own business. And I come downstairs and I find this giant bouquet of flowers. And I'm like Bouquet? Isn't it bouquet? Bouquet. Bouquet. Whatever. Okay. French isn't that good. Anyways, I found this giant arrangement Mm. of flowers. What kind of flowers? It was they were really pretty. There were pink roses and red roses and they were huge. There was like 24 of them, so two dozen. They were huge. Oh, so big. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. And the note was just as interesting. And the note said, "Cupid, Cupid's arrow hit me hard with you, Zach. X-O-X-O. And I'm like, who oh, the hell is this from? I know who it's from. And so I was like, that's crazy. And then um, two days later, I got another arrangement of flowers mm. and I still don't know who that was from secret admirer secret admirer oh no idea and so I'm like I didn't want to be like uh you know intrusive but like I can't text all these people and be like hey did you send me flowers hey did you send me flowers because that would be weird yeah you know so I just kind of rolled with because me. a bunch of people probably would just say they did what they didn't of course they'd be liars yeah and I don't like So, yeah. But anyways. So that was my Valentine's Day. And I got all these flowers. And then I think it was a week later. It was a week later. I got another bouquet of flowers. But this person handed them to me. Mm. And that was super sweet. Because I really like him. And he's just really nice. Okay. So, anyways. That's not that wild of a story. No, that's not that wild. But it kind of was. Because I felt like I was... Like I had to tread lightly on water because it was really hard to balance all these people in that mix. You're just juggling, men, men. Yeah, but mm. see, the cool thing was like, ooh, I wasn't necessarily sleeping with all of them.
2: I was just juggling.
1: You're just fucking. Okay, playing I was sleeping f- with. I was sleeping with one of them. You're just playing the field. Yeah. Of dicks. It was just a lot of fun. <laughs> it was really nice. Let's hear about that threesome you had with that couple, and
2: you impregnated the female because <laughs> they wanted to arti- get artificially inseminated. Yeah. Let's hear about that.
1: Because <laughs> you're trash. Come on. Okay. Gosh, this was okay. So, okay, I'll tell you that story. So. Squadron this does not leave this room okay this is like Jesus. this is hardcore serious I'm I'm lifting the veil into my personal life right now okay so this was like I got this message from a guy on Grinder, and his his thing said he was bi which I'm okay with that because I still like fucking pussy so it's not a problem and okay. um, so he said, you know, he wanted to play, let's meet up, Ooh. I can come to his house, and all this hoopla. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds cool, you're cute. Mid-40s, maybe, like 42-ish, I would say. 45. No, the wife was 42. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he was 45, super, super cute. I don't know what that, that is. is. Was, I don't know, they're stupid. For anyway, so... He's 45, he's super cute, very successful, lives in a really nice house here in Santa Barbara, and I'm talking to him over Grinder. and then he messages me when we're kind of getting a little bit more serious, we shared our pictures, all that stuff, okay. and he's like, my wife wants to play with us, and I'm like, Ugh. oh, what? I've never done a threesome before, that sounds really kind of taboo, oh, I don't yeah. know, like, whose attention is going to be where... What am I supposed to do with my hands? Like all these questions. Came only to have my two mind. of them. Yeah, but like, where are your hands going to be? Are you going to be paying attention to her, and I'm going to be sitting in the corner sulking? Like, what's going to happen here? Mm. And so, long story short, I end up agreeing to meet them, and I met the wife. She's forty two. She's Whoa. Super attractive. She's got huge tits. Fake. Fake huge oh, tits. Yeah. And she's super sweet, she's super nice. Um, everybody starts kissing, everybody starts getting really. Three way kissing? Three way kissing. Ew. Then two way kissing. Um, then blowjobs start. Then handsies start. Then oh my gosh. Is just... getting that detailed right now? Oh, should I not say that? No, you can talk about oh, blowjobs okay. and handjobs, oh, I guess. Oh,
2: sorry. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> just... I can't believe I just said that. <laughs>
2: Wait, so I just remember at one point, you're the, you're the ham sandwich in the middle.
1: Okay, yeah, so we're going to skip all that other stuff. So things are getting wild, and at one point in the this saga... You know my mom listens to this podcast, by the way. <laughs> no!
2: It's okay. She's going to have to deal with it. I've talked about having people put girlfriends... Putting fingers in my butt and hiding seracoles in my butt. It just it's, okay.
1: Okay, I am so so sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, I don't get no more details. No more details. I'll just say that you were in the middle between one point, two. I was. I was in the middle. And he you thrust it all in the same? Yeah, I was in the middle, and there was someone behind me and someone in front of me. The woman. The woman was in front of me, and he was behind me, and it was really hard to get like a the rhythm. rhythm down. Oh, like, on. I would thrust, and then he would thrust. What's and then, on? like, the rhythm just couldn't go on. So it was really hard to get everybody in sync to, like, get some motion going on. And it was just, it was super, super awkward. But then we finally got it down, and, and it was good. And then
2: they just, they ghosted you because they've gotten your your man jam to inseminate the female because that's what their secret intention was, was to have a baby. And I'm sure the guy's like older and he can't have children. So okay. that's what their
1: secret that's motive not was. That's not true. Like How do you know? They didn't ghost me because I slept with them after that. Okay. Did you ask him if... Well, she wasn't pregnant when I slept with her four months later. Well, maybe... And this time I didn't. <laughs> you know? So... Um, yeah, oh. because this fool over here, this unky unk fool fool, oh my God. kept saying that <laughs> there was gonna be this unanimous, or this, yeah, this anonymous, co- anonymous thank you, anonymous, anonymous couple standing in there with this baby who was gonna have a goatee, Thank like you, a- and slick back hair, yeah, and do this tracksuit, and <laughs> a fucking tracksuit, okay. <laughs> and he was gonna be saying. Daddy, oh, I love you, Daddy. Yeah. No, it didn't happen. Mm. It didn't happen. So still could happen. You were wrong. You, it didn't happen. It you did know, get you a little paranoid, though. It, no, it did. Okay, for like a week and a half, I was thinking that was a bad idea. Well, that's you, about let's it. Let's talk about graduation. Ugh. Yeah. God, I look
2: so good. <sighs> I outdressed you though? Yeah, I had. $500 suit from Men's Warehouse Trash. You had little fucking Little
1: peacock feathers in your Whatever the hell you were wearing I had an artisan made bow tie <laughs> With peacock feathers and a lapel pin <laughs> Bitch Coming up with some $500 Fucking tapered suit I put, I'm i not wearing a monkey suit anymore Whatever I gave you run for the money I walked in the bathroom before graduation
2: And you took one look at me and you felt threatened You did you were, and you
1: were speechless because I looked so good here's how I felt <laughs> I felt like you were repressed by society's need for you to wear a generic suit no that was a dope ass suit with a skinny tie it was a dope ass suit and you rock tailor made but unfortunately you felt the need to fit in and wear <laughs> a suit Whatever, I seek validation all day every day I know and you were validated right yeah. Okay, good. You got what you wanted. I got what I wanted. Aw. So, graduation. Was it weird? Graduation was, um... I,
2: I was overwhelmed. I didn't... I don't know. I was just ready for it to be over. You know, I didn't feel overwhelmed
1: at graduation. I kind Dude, of Dude, we're standing in front of 300 people. I don't have a problem standing in front of Oh, yeah. Of you people. love center stage. I love center stage. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wish there was a spotlight. And I had a Britney mic on, but they wouldn't let me do that. I asked somebody if I could have a Britney mic, and they said no. So, anyways, um, oh my god! Oh, just edit
2: that. One. Yeah, I I don't know. Like this is this is the problem with doing a podcast in rehab. You, have, I always have to find different rooms to record in. Some rooms have echo. There's an overhead speaker intercom where they're like. Call people to do work. Oh, God. I hear people talking
1: down the hall. I mean, I guess that's the charm, but... I mean, I have a solution for you. What? Get out of fucking rehab.
2: I'm trying. I only got 30 days left.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, good job. But
2: then you, I'll man. begin fucking sober living. Well, baby steps. So, yeah. Even though we did graduation, we still have, what, a few weeks left of the program? So, technically, we're not graduated they, sent, they gave us our s- certification of completion on stage, but the, it's not signed. Yeah. So when we finish our 365 days of this program, they'll sign it, and then we're officially done, if that's like
1: confusing yeah. to anybody. But I don't know. The... I liked graduation. I thought it was... Yeah. I liked the ceremony of it all. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was... I did not like that they played the, the graduation song, because I've always hated that song. What graduation yeah. song? The, Bum, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, I hate that song. Um, But I liked um, the ceremony of it all, and I liked the kind of like the officialness of everything, and the recognition that yeah, you know, the we rec- decided, oh, yeah. you know, being recognized for the fact that yeah, these men and women have taken a year out of their lives to understand that the way that they were living before wasn't working for them, and. Now they focused on themselves and they have a better understanding of who they are and now they are going forward with a, you know, a better idea of what type of humans they want to be.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't like being paraded around like that and that's such a
2: face-to-face setting, dude. I don't know. It was just a realization that I, I mean, whenever, like, I'm glad I've, Finish the program because we've seen like what forty plus people either leave or get kicked out since we've been here. Yeah, like so I'm glad for that, but it's like I don't know. I just don't like that kind of attention. It's weird. Like all these people and then strangers coming up that just like congratulating me, and then you know it was super awkward. Our friend who got kicked out while in fourth phase. Showed up when he... We told him, you shouldn't show up. But he did show up. I'm not commenting. And he was... Had, like, tears in his eyes. And I think it was because he was just felt bad that he was, like, a month away from graduating. And... He got to watch us all on stage and stuff. And he wasn't a part of that. And he... I mean, he fucked up. Should should we not get into... That situation. I guess we should wait. It's kind of fresh, huh?
1: I mean... I don't know. I felt... I felt really sad about that situation because... It's like you come so close to... to getting something and then it's... you don't get it. And it, it's kind of like... I mean, it was his own... it was his own damn
2: fault, though. I know. Okay, so let's do this. Brethren, if... You wanna know the details of the situation we're talking about. I guess it's too fresh to reveal on the airwaves. Why don't you send us an email or a message and then I can talk to you, you know, person to person about. Cause I've talked to about it about it to a few people, but my fourth phase roommate got kicked out a month before graduation, before he was supposed to graduate. I shouldn't reveal the deets on that on the podcast. I think it's way too fresh. Slide into his DMs. See, there's, there's just, like, that's the problem is like a bunch, like in the past few months, so much crazy shit has gone down here. And it really has. And I'm not at the liberty to like divulge that. So. More will be unveiled. I mean, I, I guess when I'm, I'm at a point where it's like I'm out of sober living, I have my own place, then I could talk about those things. But, yeah.
1: They're just so fresh in my head, and I don't... I don't know. So what that translates to is... Good things to come. Keep yeah.
2: listening. Well, I still haven't told the worst thing I've ever did on here.
1: <laughs> What's the
2: worst thing you've ever done. I can't talk about it. I recorded it, but I, I... I'm waiting to... I'm, like, blackmailing the listeners to get numbers up and to share with their friends. And then maybe when I hit a certain, like, plateau... I'll reveal the worst thing I've ever done, War Story.
1: But it's the worst thing I ever did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It, maybe it's not um, like a, a ratings thing. Maybe it's a like an intrigue thing. It, it's bad. You know? but it's not that fucking bad. I mean. Now I'm nervous. I think I told you about this already. I'm pretty sure. Gosh, (laughs) So many stories have transpired over the last 11 months. I know. I've never fucking...
2: It's been a weird fucking year. But anyway. Anyhow. Let's get past all that. So, seems like right after graduation ceremony, we both have like a few weeks left of the program and now shit's fucking hit the fan. Uh, Coronavirus is... Everyone's freaking out. They quarantined our inpatient and they moved us, uh, everyone in the last four, like 30 days of the program, they moved us to the sober living next door early and quarantined everyone else who's in inpatient. So uh, the inpatient rehabilitation facility is quarantined. No one can leave. We can leave because the sober living people are allowed to leave, but our hours got cut at work. Your hours got cut at work. My hours
1: got cut at work. So we've been just like... You guys, I'm so bored. I'm making strawberry jam. (laughs) That's what I did yesterday afternoon. Yeah. And today I made a cake for somebody's one year anniversary of sobriety. Whatever. Anyway. Other name person. Let's talk about what it's like being in
2: sober living... During this whole pandemic, I mean, I'm going to do a episode with some of the guys who are still in the inpatient side, who are stuck in quarantine because everyone and in, inpatient who's quarantined, it's not like anyone has coronavirus. It's just there's these county like legislature written into effect that if this facility or if there's some yeah. kind of like issue with like disease if there's cases confirmed in the county, they have to quarantine this place. And then right next to the inpatient is a a homeless shelter. So now there's like things that have to go into effect for the people on the homeless side. You know, we kind of lucked out in a way because we're on the sober living at the far end, the inpatient's in the middle, and then on the other side of the inpatient's the the homeless shelter, right? right? So this is what has been kind of a disruption, a dis disruption for me is like, I'm so used to structure and routine and waking up, going to work, coming home, eating, showering, going to a meeting, doing homework. And now it's like hours got cut at work. I'm in this sober living and I'm like trying to, I guess, I guess file for unemployment. Mm check out the stimulus package that's supposedly coming, seeing how much money I have saved, because we'll have to start paying rent in a few weeks. Yeah. So it's like, well, fuck. And it's been interesting seeing how this whole situation has affected other people in the house. You know, I mean, we're all like, for the i mean we're allowed to leave and go get supplies and stuff but there's a stay at home order in California so but it's not really enforced I, I went i drove by the beach the other day it was the parking lot was packed oh, yeah. all these yuppies are out on the beach and yeah. it's like <clears throat> i think in our county there's the one of some of as far as like beach coast cities we have the lowest number of like, known people infected. I think it was, like... 10. That was, like, 13. Oh. And then above us in San Luis Obispo County is, like, 40-something. And then in Ventura is, like, 30. But we had, like, 13, 14 known cases. But I, I heard there's no testing... There's no test kits here yet. Yeah. So maybe that number is grossly, like, not accurate or something. Yeah. I don't know. I know L.A. and San Francisco and, like, the major cities are, are really feeling it and yeah. it's way more enforced to not go out. But it's from the numbers I've seen, like March 1st, there was way less cases. And then in 22 days, it, it's skyrocketed. Yeah. So um, it's crazy. Cause I see some, uh, I see a lot of people in the house coming together, but then I see some people and I've found myself sometimes isolating, binge watching Netflix, taking naps, and it's like, it's, it's weird having your structure disrupted, you know, Yeah. and then having to like adapt and there's no meetings out there. So we have to do in-house meetings. I've been doing, this, doing zoom meetings, which are fun. Um, not, not really the same. They're a little unorganized.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the zoom meetings are cool for anybody <clears throat> that's looking to. To go to some type of 12 step meeting because they offer you somebody's perspective that you don't normally see or that you don't know. Um, It's a different format. It kind of breaks up the monotony of going to a regular meeting. Like, they're cool. I like them. Yeah. So it's just really weird right now. And so
2: I'm trying to figure out what to do with the podcast because it's like, yes, we have a Corona episode or whatever. But, I mean, I don't want it, to – it feels weird to have new guests on right now. And then every episode, I'll have a new guest, and they're going to just talk about how crazy the fucking this coronavirus is. And I don't want every episode to be that – be the topic. So this is my plan. I have a stockpile of old recordings, and I think it would be a good distraction to place a lot of the older recordings before all this shit went down. So people could just get distracted from all the news and the crazy shit that's out there. Because, I mean, who wants to be bombarded with coronavirus fucking topics every fucking week? I don't... You know, I think a lot of people want to just not have to focus on that 24-7. I mean, it's good to be updated with shit, but it's like... Be aware. Be vigilant. So I think I'm going to just break in the vaults and edit all these older episodes while we get through this shit and then make a little introduction like kind of just detailing what is going on in these older episodes because I have so many old episodes like just scattered on our hard drive that that's what we'll probably do um there's one you and I did uh when we were still on the inpatient side and you tell a really good war story about um when you crashed your car. And
1: I think I tell a good car crash story, too. Man, I am such a bad driver. What well, Even on the way home from... Uh, we <clears throat> went to Target this morning to go yeah. do yeah. Day shopping. Yeah. And I was on my phone because I had to call the pharmacy because I was... I'm out of one of my medications. And it's not funny when Papa goes off his meds because then voices come back and shit just starts rolling. And so I was on the phone and I was refilling my medication... And then all of a sudden, the bitch hung up on me. And it set me off. And then I had to get all the way over like two or three. No, two. Maybe. Yeah, I had to get all the way over to get to my exit. And I was just really frustrated. And Brian's on. Oh, fuck. You just said my first name? What? Oh, yeah. Okay. And Brian's on his phone. And he's just like, oh, man, you're a crazy driver. But you are a crazy driver. And I'm driver. like the bitch hung up on me. And that's really where we left it. I was just extremely frustrated. But in all fairness, I will put this disclaimer out there. Please, please be really nice to people who work at the pharmacies and the grocery stores. Places that are being inundated with people because everybody is doomsday shopping for frickin' toilet paper and supplies because they're working really long hours and just just be nice and be kind. Fights
2: have been breaking out up up uh, by my parents' food for less over toilet paper. Yeah, I'm just glad we're here because we have plenty of toilet paper. We have free meals still. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a roof over our heads. Like this is probably the best place for us to be because i'm not going to i'm no lie like a few days ago i had a pretty bad craving just out of nowhere because of the stress of everything and it's like my head jumps to worst case scenario even when i have to do me, like just menial shit like just pay insurance car insurance bills or this or that i fucking freak out internally so when you see the whole world losing their shit it could be really easy to be like oh we're going to all fucking dying and our cats are going to eat our face off or some shit, you yeah. know? So, it's good to be here. It's good that we're somewhere where we in a program that we've been in for the last almost a full year where like, I don't really know that many people who um, are out there using. Could you imagine being strung out right now trying Ooh. to score dope oh while
1: this is going on? You know, like, you know what that would remind me of? Like, you know how when you're buying drugs and the dealer or your connect or whoever is always like, yeah, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And then they show up like an hour later. This would be like on another level. It'd be like three or four hours later and you've called him 15 times and he finally picks up the phone. You're like, dude, where are you? And he finally tells you, oh, it's not going to go through, man. And you're dope sick. And you're dope sick. I and lose you're, my fucking You're mind. pissed off, and you're just sitting in the car, and you're like, F this
2: crap. I was driving down the street by uh, the community college with uh, my friend, and she. we were driving in her car, and we see in the parking lot. Parking lot's empty, but she sees this girl she used to know, and she's hiding behind this dumpster in the parking lot and on her phone with a cigarette in her mouth, and she's like, oh, that's so-and-so. She's... She's waiting for a sack of dope. Oh, damn. And I was like, God, I could only imagine being in that situation right now where I'm like... Like, the dealer's like, wait over here. And you walk all the way over there and you're just smoking and, like, texting, where are you? Where are you? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, um, I would hate that. It's been nuts because my, my inbox is just flooded with people, like, hitting me up, asking me if there's detoxes they can get into. Like, I think a lot of people who are active right now in their drug use are trying to get into treatment centers. And it's just like a lot of places aren't letting anyone in my, yeah. I mean, shout out to my friend who is in, um, in Arizona right now trying to get into a detox and he's been trying to find a detox that'll let him in. I, I, mm-hmm. And he, uh, I sent him some money, you know, to, just to get, so he could get food but, uh, it was just like, well, what do I do? Cause he's, he's kind he's still using and trying yeah. to into detox. It's like, I can't, it's like, I don't want to enable I don't want to enable And I'm trying to, you know, um, set healthy boundaries, but I also want to help, but I don't want to like, you know, like, and I'm trying to save money too, but he's waiting to get into detox. I've had friends who are, are pregnant and, um, They're, you know, like six months into their pregnancy, trying to, you know, figure out what's going on with their work. And, you know, I have friends, I've had people hit me up who are still using up north, and they're like, can we get into the program you're in? Or can my husband get in the program you're in? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't think they're letting anyone in here. And then it's like, I have to keep a healthy distance from them because they're still actively using, you know? Exactly. Um, Because it's like, I don't know. It's just fucking crazy. So I don't know, man. There's a lot going on right now. Yeah. And there really and is. I, and I anticipate a lot of relapses going on, especially if hours are cut and there's no meetings to get to and you have to keep distance from from people in recovery, like uh, it's fucking nuts. So I think all of us are kind of at it, it I think the The crazy thing is just the unknown. Like, we're not getting concrete answers from our, you know, the people in power right now as to what is going on. And I don't even think they know what the fuck is going on. So it's like the unknown is what is freaky the the most. I think the one good thing is like we're all in this together. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like there's just one like, group of people that are struggling, it's like, everyone's going to be struggling, so there's, they're going to have to figure out ways to, to fix this, or we're, you know, there's going to be some serious shit going on in it, if that happens, then I'm ready to purge, you know, Oh my gosh. I got a mask, you know, I know which grocery stores to take over, probably Costco, you know, I would love to see you try and take over Costco, I, it's not gonna do it by myself. I'm gonna do it with all my all you guys. We're taking over. Costco. I'm not
1: taking over Costco.
2: Dollar, Dollar Tree. Oh my god, god, I love Dollar Tree. We're Bed Bath and Beyond. Not oh, big
1: enough. Costco's big. We need, Ooh. like I'd say everyone in if everyone in our rehab went. We could take over Costco. Yeah, but everybody would want to go to the pharmacy. Uh, Yeah. See, I might be, like, if we take over Costco, I might take over, like, the food court. The food court. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Could you see yourself at least perusing through the pharmacy? No. Of course I could. (laughs) I don't want to do that, though, because I know what will happen. I've seen The Walking Dead. You run out eventually. And then I would be just as worse off as I was before I'll hold your meds for you and just no yeah right here we go here we go no I would very easily take over Dollar Tree Bed Bath & Beyond or the lesbian inside of me wants to take over Home Depot I fucking love Home Depot there's nothing to eat at Home Depot they have all kinds of snacks at Home Depot Mm, plus they have so many cleaning supplies oh they have a lot of lumber. What are you gonna do oh, you think build a fucking... Build house? shit. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to see you handle a power saw. Oh, I used to own a lot of shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I built my own mailbox at my house. Oh. Yeah. What are you going to do with a mailbox? Is well, it, I don't do an anything apocalypse. with a mailbox, but... You're not going to get mail when there's an apocalypse. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> what I'm just stuff. saying that that's something that I built. You know? You asked what I could do, and that's just one thing that I could do. Oh, you know, nice. and, and now I can make strawberry jam, so watch oh, out, yeah, Pioneer
2: you Woman. Yeah, you've been in the fucking... That's the one good thing is we've been in the kitchen getting, like, one person in our house works as, a like, a head chef, and their restaurant's shut down, so they're just giving us a bunch of free food, and we've been yeah. cooking the shit out of it. The other day, a coffee truck pulled up. And just donated all this free coffee to the house, so I got a big bag of espresso roast. Yes. Ugh. You should have bought that coffee pot. Uh, They didn't have Target. They didn't have the twenty one. Oh. Maybe tomorrow we'll go get a coffee maker. Yes. I want to get a fucking Nintendo
1: Switch and play video games. (laughs) I've got a bad connection with video games. Yeah, I know. You don't like them. I don't like them. Yeah, well, grow up. <laughs>
2: video games are
1: awesome.
2: I'm sure there's like a Martha Stewart video game. This coming love.
1: from like the 48-year-old man-child. I'm not 48.
2: What and I look younger than, you? younger than you.
1: The only reason you look younger than me is because my derma got canceled. Because <laughs> of the coronavirus. No, I seriously I got that email this morning and I was pissed Yeah, well, what do you expect? I don't know like you can't get your eyebrows threaded. Oh, you're my gonna have gay. to Just, just
2: gonna have to deal with it. Oh my gay. You're gonna have to make some sacrifices Zach. Okay, yeah, there you go. You're not, you're not happy not. about it. Oh but one thing before we go I didn't know I never realized in my entire life that a documentary about a gay meth smoking oh. Tiger Park owner would bring the American people together. Yes, uh, Lord. But uh, yes, appa- yeah. Apparently, that's what it takes for us
1: to get the memes back and up and rolling yes. on on social media. Squadron, get to Netflix right now and watch Tiger King. Do yourselves a favor. It's got that documentary's got everything you could want. Scandal, meth, dick, murder, and
2: tigers, and murder.
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> Everything you could ever need for a television series I'm just kidding I'm not, that show was <clears throat> epic You can't write
2: this shit This is just shit that has to like Happen yeah. in real life You know I've known about so, Joe Exotic uh, Since he tried to run for president
1: Oh my god Back in the day I remember when he ran for governor because my ex-sister-in-law lived in Texas. No, Oklahoma. No, Texas. Anyways, and I remember driving and I saw one of the signs. And I was like, what the hell? And then she started telling me about it and then totally spaced on it because who the fuck cares? And then we watched this television series and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, his reality show? Yeah. He's a fucking weirdo, dude. Oh my
2: gosh. I like his country music, though. I don't even like country, but I like his country music. His music
1: is good. It was pretty good. But I was right fucking said. off his We shit. should write him a letter and see if he writes it back. He's probably yeah. getting tons of fan mail right he's now. He's in a jail in Oklahoma somewhere. I know. So he's got nothing better to do.
2: I've heard the jails have been getting hit with corona really hard. Anyway, I don't know what else to say Like you guys we're just fucking cooped up in the house I'm gonna play an old episode that you and I did That just got lost in the fucking hoopla of everything And we tell some good war stories But it's like I don't even know what the fuck to say about coronavirus Other than it sucks and we're feeling it with you I mean, we're, 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 we're here We're stuck in the house, our hours are cut we, I'm going out here and there But I'm not trying to go out too much because it's like, I'm not trying to get fucking, you know, what's fucking crazy is like, even our, uh, staff said like, dude, like a month before this shit happened, the whole house got super sick before any fucking like news about Corona. Everyone got super sick for like a month straight. So I almost feel like it almost passed through the house already. The wave hit already. Yeah. Maybe our immune systems are strong now. Yeah, two people got pneumonia. Yeah. Yeah. And then it seemed like, yeah, our kitchen manager got sick like four times in a row, lost his voice. That was kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool. And so it's like, what the, I don't know. Like I got sick for a weekend and fought it off. And then this shit happens right after and no one in the house is sick. Yeah, but we're like the house is quarantined, and then right when they quarantine the house, we get to move next door and have like our own little commune of yeah. sober living people. That's true. So I don't know, like I'm at a loss of what to do about releasing episodes. I just wanted to get eight episode out, and we'll just I think i I think that's the idea, just dropping old recordings and have little check ins and stuff. But it's just like I guess we're going. I mean, I just want to say we're going through it with you. And I uh, hope you guys are doing good out there. Um, but what? What the fuck are you doing? Why
1: did I raise my hand? I don't know. I was raising my well, hand you want me so to call- I can speak. Yeah. Well, can I, you want me to call on you? Yes. <laughs> Please call on me. What's up? We have something to say to the class? I was. I was going to. Yes. I don't know why I raised my hand. But anyways, I was going to say, stay safe. Stay inside. Drink your water. <laughs> you. And dream big. That's dream, what I was gonna dream say. Dream big. Dream big. Yeah. You
0: know? That's well, look who exactly. it is what I was gonna say. Look who it is oh, interrupting it's, our oh, phone. Oh, it's my.
1: Oh, oh, I can't say your name.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. the hole from Santa Cruz, bro. Oh. It's Gare Bear. Oh, it's my Gare Bear.
1: I can bro. say that because that's my Gare Bear. So.
2: We're just, we're just wrapping up. We're talking this. We the can we
1: about things that were going we're
2: talking on. Talking about coronavirus because it seems like everybody.
1: It's like, bro, I have to to a for drug drug I have to pee really bad. Go I'm pee, gonna I just out. already took a drug test. Oh, I gotta go. Okay, bye squadron, I love you. Scoot, scot, save the turtle.
0: Aloo, alo. Hey, there's no Zach as a hanger. What <laughs> the fuck? Hang number, dude. God. Yeah, has camel toast sticking out. Nah. Call me, maybe,
1: because Gare Bear walked in. went such like a fucking a hunk. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. What's it like being in quarantine, my friend? I don't know.
0: I've been in the whole... For 50 days, yeah. Knows. See,
2: that's the one thing. I, it's like a lot of people who've been institutionalized, they already
0: know what solitary's like. So I'm at the point where I'm accepting it. And I'm not even worried about it. You know? And you know what we were just talking about? What? I was talking. You know how we're a little clique. I gotta edit that out, but yeah. Their names? They both interviewed on here. His last name. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all good. Well, you know Michael and Trey. <laughs> yeah, I do. So again, uh, I need to do an episode with you guys. Yeah. We were talking about how the quarantine happened on the day Trey went to fourth phase, and the quarantine's gonna last till April seventeenth, supposedly. I mean, it depends. Supposedly. supposedly, yeah. But that's the day I go to fourth phase. You know, so it's kind of a trip that like we all got stuck in the house together for that last month when we should have all been going our separate ways. We were thinking like, separate maybe ways. God. Well, like just working and not together oh, all yeah. the time. Like maybe God was like... going to bring you closer together. Yeah, maybe God was like, you guys just need this last few weeks before you get there together, you know? What do you think... This is kind of cool to think this about. This is what it's like
2: at the, at the sober living side. So most of the people have come together, yeah. but there's a few stragglers who are like isolating yeah. hard. Fucking Brett is hoarding all his silverware in his room. Won't let anybody use his silverware. Some people are just like not sharing at the in-house meetings, so it's like you can tell a couple of people are gonna maybe might ha- potentially fall off. I don't I don't like saying that because I don't want to see anyone fall off. But I mean, it's it's inevitable that
0: you see like for me be- if I don't look for the good in everything, I'm gonna fail every time. Yeah, I have to like look at what's happening and be like, okay, what do I need to do in this time to keep progressing? You know, like I got to look at it from a fucking standpoint of. This is happening regardless of whether I like it or not, and I got to learn how to grow from this situation. We got to adapt. Yeah, but we got to adapt to that shit. And like for me, I've gotten closer to God, and I've been diving deeper into AA. I started doing fucking work in the book with Dylan. Did some homework. Yeah. And like I was doing the homework he had today, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna dive into this shit. I got a month or three weeks till I go to the last phase here. Like I might as well like dive in, you know what I mean? Like I got that, nothing better to do." Right before you or. A month or so before you got here, we
2: got, um, someone left an R-rated movie. Well, this is where we're living next door. We, uh, we had the TV shut down for a week because someone put an R-rated DVD in the movie. And then I just got my step four done the whole time. I was just like, well, fuck, what else am I going to do? And I guess you guys got the TV taken away because
0: of an R-rated movie. Is it still, did they just... From that stripper movie I thought it was the movie Kids. No, they didn't take it away, but they threatened to. Oh, uh, okay. But they took it away that other time because of that stripper. You know what it's happened? You know what happened today?
2: I went upstairs and I went into Zach's room, and one of the staff caught me in his room because we're not allowed to be in each other's rooms. Oh, you're not. No, not at all. And so, uh, fucking militant staff yeah. member caught me, and he's like, he's like, look. He's like, because they said before, like, we can't give you write-ups over here, but we'll give you an hour extra, like, worth of work of chores. So the old uh, drug testing room that is just shot out, because I guess a homeless person sneaked into the front door, blew up the toilet, and it was, and like, the window was open, so there's dust in the whole bathroom. I had to clean the whole fucking old testing bathroom. It was disgusting. There was paper towels in the fucking toilet bowl. So I had to fucking. I just got done cleaning the whole. It was a, It was disgusting. Yeah. He's and so yeah. And the, but he's like he's like hey, before before I go make you do an hours worth of, of chores. He's like check this out, and he opened up his door to his room, and he showed me this four hundred dollar crossbow. Eight hundred dollar crossbow. I was you like, just what? showed it to me today, too. Yeah, that, dude, that thing is fucking insane. I was it's like, true. what are you gonna do with that? You're Gonna go fucking kill zombies. Yeah. Or some deer or something, I don't know. Like, dude's already doomsday prepping. Like, yeah. it's fucking. Everyone's rude. tripping, dude. Yeah. So, can are people in the house like starting to lose their shit? No, um, not
0: yet. Not yet. Everyone still has nicotine. Yeah. Everyone's pretty good. They're doing like runs to the vape store and shit, too. Oh, okay, that's cool. At least the vape store is still open. Yeah, I'm just waiting for tensions to run high because it will, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, how long
2: have you guys been in quarantine for? A week? A week tomorrow. A week tomorrow. And it's supposed to be, like, I want
0: another three weeks, or no. Probably no. another three weeks, yeah. You think so? Yeah. There was a bare minimum of two, but they're not going to have this shit figured out in the next week. It keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. They, like, doubled the numbers since yesterday, so, I mean, it's just going to keep doing that. But double the numbers of people infected here? In, in California, or in the U.S., and people oh, that died Jesus. in the U.S. Yeah, that's... It's over funny. a thousand now, so... Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I don't so, know, man. I mean, it could be a while, bro. Yeah.
2: Who, like, I think that's the, like, as we said it earlier, the craziest thing is the unknown. Like, no yeah. one knows how long this is going to be for. Everyone's freaking out about how to pay bills.
0: Like. That's what, that's like a big worry, too. The chaos that comes from all this, you know, because people don't know how to fucking fend for themselves, dude. They go to work, they get their money, they go to the store, they get their food. That's what everyone does for like their life. You know? I just
2: saw a video of some dude who was no, he took, he got tested positive for coronavirus. He was filming himself walking through a Walmart, and I was like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, I don't even fucking know anymore. I think if people are already fighting over stupid
0: shit right now, when there's no food, people are gonna start. <clears throat> potentially looting and shit. There's a saying something that goes like you, when like the public sk- uh, misses three meals, that's when chaos starts. So like when food starts going scarce and people don't have food for a few meals, like shit starts popping off. yeah, I heard there I fuck, I read somewhere after three days of people not having food. they'll
2: resort to cannibalism and shit. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, it happens
0: fast. Yeah. So that's when you don't know there's going to be a turning point in all this. It's either going to start getting better or it's going to get drastically worse. You know? Yeah. But
2: I think we're mm-hmm. in the best place we could be right now. We have yeah, a we roof are. over our
0: head. We have fucking. People we have, who know how to get food and shit. Yeah. We have, right now, in the period we're at, in this, in this whole, whatever this is, you want to call it, pandemic, we're in a good place. You know? Yeah. There's not a lot to worry about. We have a weight room. And we're not we strung got food. out. We're not strung out. But, could yeah. you imagine
2: being dope sick trying to find fucking. Fuck, oh, no. I just saw this, I just told Zach when we were to so down here, I saw this chick in the parking lot that my friend knew and she she was like, oh yeah, she's out there waiting for dope right now. And I was just like, oh, that looks fucking miserable, dude. Yeah, I'm cool about that. Dude. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. We're, I guess we should wrap this up. We're about yeah, I just came in to say hi. Right. Oh, I love you, buddy. I love you, too. Aw. love you. Anything you want to say to the people? I love you guys. Stay safe. Oh, all right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you later.
1: say about that because I'm really hot so it doesn't matter I'm way hotter than you you need to eat something I eat more than you and I
2: burn it off faster than you
1: no you don't burn it off faster than me you just have a metabolism and because I'm genetically predisposed to obesity okay (coughs) (coughs) don't say something so funny when I'm (coughs) vaping well it was funny I have to say it because I want you to. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to what? Nothing.
2: Go ahead. Okay, so but you know, we had to cut early because of the stupid meeting yesterday. People were con conjugating outside of the door. It's so dumb. And then I had to go get my five month chip. Congratulations. Applause for that. Applause for five months, but
1: Can you just it gets better. Can insert applauses instead of actually applauding? Well, I do that so
2: when I listen back in post-edits, oh. I know to insert the applause. Okay. Good answer. Very good answer. Good answer. But it gets better. I actually have six months, but I never got my five-month chip. So uh, Thursday at Legs, I'll get my six-month chip. So let's get our actual applause. While you're doing your six month thing, I'll be doing my nine month thing. Yeah. Well, how did you get, stay clean? Ooh, no
1: applause. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Gosh. So we uh we had to break for a meeting, and then. Uh, I go to find you because you didn't go to the meeting. I don't know why you wouldn't go to a meeting.
1: We are in rehab, but whatever. (sighs) They tried to make me go to a meeting, and I said no, no, no. Wow. You know, like Amy Winehouse? I don't. Why don't you, uh... You try to make me go to rehab, back to black? Maybe if you sung it, I would, um... No, ah, nice try.
2: <laughs> nice try. Well, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Okay, Oh, uh, typical.
2: Congratulations on nine months. But no, I go to fucking find you, and you're like, uh, Brian, took all my meds, and I mixed them all together in a cocktail, and I'm
1: tired. I took my trazodone, and I'm so sleepy. I want
2: to go to sleep. And I was like, Zach, you don't have to be so dramatic about it. And you're
1: like, ugh. That's not even how it happened. You're such a jerk. Why don't you say your version? I waited. I took my meds after we got done recording last night. And I did put them all in my hand. And then I just took them without even thinking. And I was like, shit, I just took my Trazodone. And so then I waited up for like 45 minutes for your ass. I come downstairs to find you, and I say, Brian, I've got some bad news. You didn't say it like that. Yes, I did. I said, I mixed up all my pills, and I took my Trazodone, and I've been waiting for you for 45 minutes, and I'm really tired, and i got to go to bed. And then you went, Ugh, my name is And that's unacceptable. Oh, shit. (laughs) Edit. Oh, my name is Brian, and I can do whatever I want. And you're stupid, Zach. Uh.
2: Sounds like that, but I don't sound like that. Well, I don't
1: sound like how you mimic-mocked me.
2: <laughs> okay? I love to mimic-mock you because... You're a jerk. You hate it. But but it's also because staff
1: mimic-mocks you. I hate when they do that. It infuriates me. I know. My hands are clenched, and my eyebrow is raised right now. It is.
2: All right. We've got to wrap this up. Because I was invited to a co-ed meeting, and I'm usually not allowed to go to any co-ed meetings, but staff, one of the staff and a good friend offered to take me, and I've never been to this co-ed meeting. So I do have to get spruced up, but before we go, I want to hear a war story from you, which is the uh, car crash story that we were supposed to tell the first time you were here. Which one? The one where you crashed
1: your car and you're on the news. Oh, when I crashed my Camry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can definitely tell that story. So, um, it was May third, two thousand and seventeen, and I was getting ready to go to work at a restaurant, which I loved. And yeah, this is job. this is when you're deep in your addiction. This is I was really deep in my addiction. How many I, pills were you popping on a daily oh, basis, dude? Um, well, here's the thing: is I. That day, I didn't have any pills. Like, I had forgotten to go get them because I could only... One of the dealers I bought from, I only bought at night. And I forgot to go to her house. So, I woke up. I had no pills. Were you sick? I was getting... I was starting to get sick. And I had to go to work. And it was going to be... I closed that night, so it was going to be a long night. So, um, I went to my dad's house because earlier that day... This kind of incorporates two awful war stories. Earlier that day, um, I had to put my dog to sleep. Oh, you talked about in the... Yeah, I talked about that. So this all is incorporated the first day, and or that same day. And so I had to put my dog to sleep. I left my house that I shared with my ex-wife, and I left crying because she was being a rancid, evil bitch that day. Didn't do it with me. Had to do it all by myself. So I called my dad, and I said, Dad, can I, you know, come over and shower and get ready for work and, you know, all that hoopla? And he's like, yeah, of course, come over. Well, I knew my dad had a shit ton of pills. So I get ready to go in the shower, and beforehand... I What kind of pills? Oxy, Norco. Fuck yes. Xanax, Dilaudid. What? He had a whole... Sh- well, he had just had his knee replaced. Oh. Yeah. So, um, so I turn the shower on, and then I sneak across the hallway, and I go into his room, and I just grabbed... I easily took... Like 15 Xanax, the bars What? Yeah, I took like Why would
2: you take that many?
1: Well, I took them in my hand Oh And then I grabbed like Four Dilaudid eight milligrams fuck I grabbed him. like six of the uh, 30 milligram blues oxys And I didn't fudge with any of the Norco And then I get in the shower And I just hear my dad start yelling Oh, fuck Because he knew And I was like, shit And so I took all of them Except for the Oxy, I what? took the Dilaudid and the Xanax. You took fifteen bars. Yeah, and the funny thing is, not the—it's not funny at all, actually. Why didn't you just hide them in your butt? Uh, in a bag. That's or? a good question. Oh, you just—you got—you got flustered. And I just—I—I I panicked. We're like a deer in happened. headlights. Yeah, so I—he t- comes into the bathroom when I'm in the shower and he's just yelling at me. So I get what out. Was he yelling? He was just yelling like, "What the fuck did you do? And where are my pills? Why did you take them? What's wrong with you? What's going on? And oh my god! uh, I'm like, I'm just so out of it because I was just emotionally drained and physically not feeling well, and it fucking sucked. What did you say? I didn't say anything actually. I just sat there and I just was like I was quiet, I was dead faced, I was crying. You knew you were caught. I knew I was caught and I didn't have anything to say. And I, we all know I'm a bad liar.
2: Horrible liar.
1: And so I was your eyebrow in. raised. My eyebrow was probably you, raised. You, you raise your eyebrow every time. I know, you I need lie. to get Botox. It'll just kill <laughs> the muscle and I won't be able to raise it. <laughs> but um yeah, he was so mad at me. I my dad's never yelled at me like that ever in his entire life. And uh, I thought he was going to beat the shit out of me. Oh my God. But he had a knee brace on, so <laughs> that's probably why he didn't. Um, yeah. And it was it was crazy. So I, I grabbed my clothes. I got dressed. Um, I left. And then by the time I left, I was starting to feel super dizzy. My stomach was upset. You took 15 bars. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of Dilaudid, too. Oh, God. And so I was driving from the from the village into Santa Maria from the Vandenberg village into Santa Maria. Okay. And there's this turnpike, they call it the Orchid Turnpike. Yeah, yeah. And you know um, I, had, I must have been going like 75 and I was in my Camry. Oh, Jesus. And I just remember I, I'm starting to nod out and I'm like, fuck, I got to make it like off the freeway. And I was probably about a mile before the freeway off ramp and I'm, I just, I'm, I'm still nodding out. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. And weird thing is like, I had taken a Xanax before. I'd never taken that much Xanax. Like, Xanax wasn't my thing. Then why did you take so many? Because it was available, and I was in a horrible place mentally, and um, quite frankly, I just wanted to die. Like, that's where my headspace was. Because you were so miserable. I was so miserable. Jesus. Yeah, I just wanted to, I really just wanted to die. And so I thought by taking all these pills, you know, I would... uh, Were you trying to overdose? I don't. I don't remember if I was trying to overdose. I think it did cross my mind at one point. Good lord! But um, anyway, so I was driving, and for some reason, somehow my the back of my car, the back passenger right tire went off into the dirt, a little bit. You fishtailed. And I fishtailed, and I went to correct, and when I corrected, I overcorrected. And I just, I just remember yanking the wheel, and so I went from the the uh, the southbound freeway. I was in the the far lane. I went from the southbound and I rolled four times over to the northbound. So I went through the median, and then I ended up on the the side on the northbound, and my car was upside down. You flipped it. I flipped it four times. Fuck. And I missed. All the other cars, I wasn't, um... I didn't hit anybody else, but all my shit... My car was mangled, obviously. It was totally destroyed. But all my shit was spread out from inside my car. Like, my yeah. trunk popped open. It was just spread out throughout the freeway. And, um... And I had my seatbelt on, thank God. because um, that... Yeah, you would have been dead. I would have died. I definitely would have died. That was the only thing that saved me. And I remember, um... I remember being upside down in my seatbelt and this lady came and I still had like like there was half of my driver's side window was still there like the glass was shattered and she kicked the glass and she laid there with me and I was just I was really um disoriented I was really disoriented and she said that my my neck was like twisted oh, my God. one of my legs was above the steering wheel Ugh. Like I was she said I was bent up like a pretzel. Um and it was crazy and she grabs my hand and she starts praying with me and then the ambulance comes and then the police come and then the helicopter comes. I had to be flown to cottage, down here to Santa Barbara Whoa. actually. And um yeah, it was so trippy, super gnarly. And um I get down to cottage hospital and I had some swelling in my brain. Fuck. Um, but I had no broken bones. I had no, uh, cuts. I had a scar. Like, my shoes came off. It was trippy. Um, and I had, I had like a bruise on my pinky toe. But other than that, I was totally fine. And you were on the news. And I was on the news, yeah. My mom, uh, in my mom's office, her boss always watches the news and they have a big flat screen TV. And I had this blanket that was made for me that was in my car. And, um, my mom saw it on the news, sprung out on the freeway, and she's like, holy fuck, that's Zach's car. And so that's how she knew to go to the hospital. And it was, yeah, it was fucking insane. And then did you, they did a, a toxicology report and found out how high you were? Did a toxicology report, did a CAT scan. Uh, did, did you go a, to jail afterwards? Did an MRI. I didn't go to jail. I uh, I lucked out. The police officer came and interviewed me, and I was, super, I was just so out of it. Um, I didn't get Narcan or anything like that, but um, I was just really disoriented. And then I remember... Uh, Did you get a DUI? didn't get a DUI or anything. You didn't even get charged? I didn't get charged with anything. You lucked the fuck so out. I lucked the fuck out, yeah. And so uh, I, <laughs> I remember waking up the next... Because uh, I stayed one night in the hospital. I wake up the next morning. I'm in paper clothes. My dad comes to pick me up because I had nowhere to, like I, I, w- I refused to go back to my house with my ex-wife and uh, oh god it was crazy and I had nowhere else to go so I stayed at my dad's house and slept on the couch for f- for like 3 or 4 days but the, the crazy part about it and the thing that makes me feel really shitty is the next day I could barely move because I was so sore but I remembered I had like 5 or 6 of those oxys and I went back to the crash site to look for them oh really and i found them they were in a bag <laughs> nice and i took all of them at once at once nice and i took like five of the thirty. yeah and i was just like this is my life and i sat on a sofa for three days and my dad and stepdad asked me questions like what are you gonna do with your life and i'm like i don't fucking know
2: Good story. That's crazy. All right. I'm going to tell a quick one about, I've had many car crash stories, many, but this is a good one. I'm with my friend. He's been on the podcast. His name is Jay Wack or that's his alias. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, you heard that one. That episode. The misogynistic episode. <laughs> so we're leaving a party in Napomo. Uh, it's late at night. It's like 1130, 12 at night. And he's got this green Chevy Monte Carlo. And we're wasted, but we don't want to take the freeway because we're like, oh, cops are probably on the freeway. So there's a back road that goes from Napomo to the Mesa, right, to get us back into uh, AG, right? So we're on this back road. But this back road's weird. Because it's paved, but then all of a sudden it goes to dirt. It transfers from paved to dirt road. So, so Jay Wack's driving all crazy. I'm, like, rolling a blunt, lighting a blunt, and we're wasted. <laughs> and he starts to, like, jam the wheel left and right. Because it hits dirt, and he's like, Yeah! Fuck yeah! And he's, like, doing a little intentional fishtail, right? And so... He's fishtailing, but now he's starting to lose control of the car because mm-hmm. it's dirt. So he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And now we start, you know, we start to spin in circles. We do like a 1080 spin. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And so we're spinning, <laughs> spinning out of control. And then he flies off the road and runs over like a tree stump. Or something mm-hmm. or like a tree was like knocked over on its side and we he drive over it and we're stuck and now we're like well that f- sucks yeah now we're stuck in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere there's not a house for miles you know this is the middle of the boonie cuts so now we're like trying to I, we're, I mean we're not we're unharmed not even a bruise or scratch but we're like fuck what are we gonna do and so we're on our f- shitty Nokia brick phone <laughs>
1: And you just sat there and played Snake all night. It's
2: was too wasted. But we we're trying to find reception because there's no reception out here. Yeah. So we're walking up and down the road trying to find reception, can't find any. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I wish I could find that blunt that flew out of my mouth. <laughs> Me and Josh were like, man, I wish we could smoke some weed if we're going to be stuck out of here. And then I was like, oh, well, guess what? I do have some crack I made from cocaine cuz I I learned how to cook crack. Oh my god. I never bought crack, but I would cook it and I would take a little I would take whatever amount of coke and take a third baking soda, mix it, put in water, cook it on a spoon and the crack rock rocks would just float to the top. So I'm like I got some crack. So we found a pipe and we put some cigarette ash on the bowl put a crack rock in and smoked a little crack while we finally got reception called AAA AAA is like what the fuck these cracked out kids are like (laughs) drove over a tree stump how did this happen and he pulls it out tire one of the tires got flattened so we had to put a little tiny donut spare tire on it and then we drove home and uh, everything was alright but with that I guess we have to wrap this up yeah that was a
1: a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I enjoy this podcast.
2: I, I enjoy having you on, even though uh, fans I love you a little too much. I mean, I, you're Ugh. taking some of my thunder away.
1: Sorry about that, Brian. <laughs> Papa's not... got it going on. Sorry, not sorry. Hashtag, Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well... Till next time, squadron.
2: This one's going in the vaults, so if you hear this and it's uploaded, be very thankful that we... It's probably going to be an older one, because it's got to sit in the vaults for a few months before... Yeah, it's like a Disney movie. This is like Indiana Jones, almost. Yeah. Yeah. I need a cool hat. You do. But not a fedora. Oh, God, no. (laughs) No, child. All right, you guys. Well, I love you. Uh, I always say the same shit at the end of every episode, so I'm going to switch it up. Do you know? Except... Are? Well, just be safe. And don't die. And... I gotta get the fuck out of here. So I love you guys. Please send me emails. I've been getting more emails, actually. So thank everybody who's been sending emails. I love you. The letter writing I get is awesome. I'm. I might have. Uh, uh you know, self-seeked my way into getting shipped some bangs by people that I love and love me.
1: I will. I appreciate that too.
2: Yes, because I steal all of Zach's bangs. Yeah. And he's, I don't think he's kind of fed but up with me about that. It's an
1: expensive habit.
2: <laughs> it is. Gosh. I know. Even when we buy them in bulk. You know, They
1: should carry them at, like, Costco. No. All right. Stupid. Anyways.
2: All right. I love you guys. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, all the social medias. And as always, peace, love, all the above. Never
1: mind. Bring the beat.